0: I'm in position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go. <laughs> The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of an egalitarian Linux platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... Everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, the amount of money, regardless of the amount of developers, and respect of sales, Well, if you have a game, and it is good, then give it time, and it will thrive. And you will be right away. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course. Features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals. Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It, it must, must run on Linux, and it must be, be really good. These are recommendations only, of course, Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you uh, may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So it begins. Let's get the next on, which is. Hello, bros and does. Welcome to episode number four hundred. What is it up? I I work. In... Oh, episode number four hundred and sixty-three of the best Linux podcast. Be recorded for you on this Saturday, the 23rd of September, 2023, at 1800 hours, 6 o'clock p.m., left coast, Pacific Coast, coast, with the most crack engineer with pal Ivor Molina, over there in the booth, he's, he, hey, I'm not gonna fire you, Ivor, oh, we'll get the fucking fire in, Ivor, we'll get the case you're fired, Ivor, holding up the whiskey sign. Mmm. Let's have some whiskey. Oh, boy, we got a big fucking show for you. We got industrial strength. Oh, no, and he was puking all over the is- radio operators, puking all over the Instagram. It wasn't that low-grade fucking puking. It was heavy-duty, industrial-grade shit. Um, cheers. Mmm. Good call on the whiskey eye where you're fired. Uh, let's get straight to our top stories. Our feature this week, even though we are called the best links games podcast, is about the Unity debacle that's been going on for like the last, like what, 12 days, 11 days, something like that. Uh, two weeks, something two weeks. Um, anyway, uh, so that's our, our, our features on the Unity debacle. Which, yesterday, as I anticipated, would see a walk back. But we gotta explore because it's so important. Um, because it's germane to everything that we do here, uh, on the podcast and everything that, you know, should be germane to you as a player of high quality, as a, as a connoisseur of, uh, high quality, nothing but the best. You're no polyester tourist. You're, you are a, uh... That's because Bernie is a... Tu- That's right. Uh, Dave Frischberg. That's because Bernie is a tourist, not some poly... A- Bernie is a purist, not some polyester tourist. So, we're going to talk about that. Um, and then, also, in our top stories, before we get to our new and new... Old- oh, yeah! I forgot to mention, this entire episode is called X Equals Oh My Fucking God. Because every single fucking item in this episode, you just fucking you know, put the subject and then, you know, dollar sign X, echo, you know, blah, bam. Um, cause like, topic one, oh my fucking god! Topic two, oh my fucking god! Topic three, oh my fucking god! Um, it's kind of a big fascist episode this week. So anyway, uh, our final top story is we're gonna I think we're going to be off next week, um, because, I mean, we'll, we'll have a show for you, but it will not be the Baldur's Gate 3, nor the 2000 Games episode, because shit's starting to heat up on the release cycle again, and I don't know, maybe we'll have to move all- I don't know! I don't know, but I have to hit the road, um, for the book, for the novel, um, going on a little research trip to glorious northern Nevada. Surprisingly enough, I've not found anyone who's willing to go with me, so I'll be going armed, and, uh, yeah, and alone. Ah, yes, like the mountain pine, I stand not proud, but alone. Um, no thank you! Again, I say no thank you. I have to get out there, though, um, because the first draft of the book is due on Halloween, and... Dubai Halloween. And, uh, I have to get out there before the winter hits because it's going to be a fucking nightmare to get out there once the snows start coming. Mm. And I will, I will only, I will, I will only give you this little dollop of a hint. I'm going to Metropolis, which figures very prominently in the novel. Um, and in ways which, you know, you are not, you don't have enough information to understand, but that's where I'm going. I am going to Metropolis, and then I'm going on the way back down, I'm coming, I'm gonna come through, uh, Virginia City, if I have any money. I mean, I'm so fucking broke right now, it is insane! It is fucking crazy trying to write a novel, it's very difficult, um, because it dominates all your time. Uh... But, uh, I'm gonna try to come down along, uh, through Virginia City and then along the, uh, the extraterrestrial highway, which I, despite having been born and raised in the Battleborn state, uh, Nevada, where the Fortress of Darkness from which this is being broadcast, you know, resides, um, I've never been to the alien, little alien, I want to stay there, and I want to see the stars, from there the only problem with all this I'm renting a car I mean I have a car but I I'm, I'm going to rent a car because it, there's significant off-roading um challenges to this trip uh so I'm I'm getting a car through Turo and uh yeah I want to so I have to, but I have to travel only during the day because I need to see the landscape. I flew a lot of it in X-Plane 12. I busted out the Warthog hottest, my whole fucking A-10 Warthog hottest setup um, and my pedals and everything. Got it all running in X-Plane 12. It only took fucking three hours but that's you know that's how those things go um, the new terrain in X-Plane 12 the default terrain is pretty fucking good and the weather effects are amazing um, I didn't fly with real time weather because I, I generally fly at night when I'm drunk which is the only safe time when you're supposed to fly um, but uh, yeah I mean like it was amazing when I, I fly in complete fucking realistic so I, I'm only in the cockpit blah 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 and I have uh, I didn't have my plugin working that explains what damage you've done to the plane but I haven't flown in a simulator in like uh, maybe at least five years at least five years I want to say I might be wrong might have been more recent than that but I haven't busted out these controls and everything, in a long time, so I'm gonna say, like, probably eight years, I was shocked and stunned, when at whatever the fucking first airport they drop you off at, I managed to take off, without any fucking help, managed to take off fly around fucking toy with the Garmin you know, to figure out I, I was very drunk and high, actually, when I did this. I was like, oh, I'll just fucking, you know, queue in fucking, uh, K-E-K-O and fucking, you know, but I, point is, I remember how to use the fucking Garmin inside the simulator. And I flew around, like, I think it was, like, Seattle, it was somewhere in the Pacific Northwest, it was, it was, a. Uh, uh, coastal, uh, airport, so that kind of a difficult approach, circled around, used the fucking navigation, didn't use VOR, because, I mean, I didn't fly that far, it was only like a 30 minute flight, I just took her up, and then I fucking landed the bitch, perfectly, no damage, nothing, I was like, man, I spent a lot of time in flight sims, um, but yeah, I was also very impressed with uh, some of the new models they have, um, in X-Plane 12, because it's like a different era of avionics and navigation systems than what I, I'm i used to. Uh, like, literally, it's been a major leap over the last ten years. Specifically, like, the last eight, somewhere in there, there was, there was like, a big neap, a big, uh, tipping point, where, uh, and I, I did some research on this, too. You don't need to know about the history of GPS or anything like that, but, um, I, I took off I fucking landed flawlessly. First time off the bat, it was it was pretty cool. I have not tried my beloved helicopters yet because they are impractical for. Yeah, you know, I, I was only I only busted it out because at one I realized that I hadn't played X Plane Twelve yet, um, in any meaningful way. And I'm, I've been trying to fly at least one you know flight per night, but uh, I, I did fly out to Metropolis two days ago in X-Plane 12 and uh, yeah, it took about like an hour and a half and it was it was super fun and I landed at, you know, KKO um, which is a regional airport where I think they refill your plane with a jerry can and a hand pump so, that's where I, I will be going further than that on my road trip and then I'm going to circle all the way back down around cause I've never been to Virginia City either. I've been to Reno, I've been to Carson City. I've never been to Virginia City. I want to go to Virginia City. Um, and uh, I might stop by and I might I might detour into Goldfield after that, but then I need to drive all the way along the uh, extraterrestrial highway. And so planning this has been kind of difficult. It's gonna be like a fucking it's gonna be somewhere between. 800 and 1600 miles um, it's gonna be a fucking comprehensive fucking Nevada tour everything other than fucking Area 51, a little alien and the ET highway is as close as I'm gonna get to Area 51, um, which I have attachments to um numerous attachments to that I am not allowed to talk about but um yeah, so that's I'm trying to get that done this week. So I don't know what we're going to do for a show next week. Cause it's probably going to be like, I'm probably going to, probably going to bail midweek. And so I'm probably not going to be here for next week's show. Before I leave, I'll, I'll post something, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm going out there armed and, uh, yeah. So Baldur's Gate again, ec- you know, dollar sign x echo dollar sign x or whatever or x equals echo oh my fucking god um bars gate 3 oh my fucking god this game is so good it's incredible so now on to our new and noteworthy as we continue with our shell expansion well it's not shell expansion it's just fucking variable echoing x equals oh my fucking god hit him with a new and noteworthy eyeball I was a North American fall worm we in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. First, in our newer noteworthy, yes, one of my favorite games, Payday 2, finally dropped a sequel. Now, why would you say does Payday 3 deserve... Oh my fucking God! Well... For one simple, and like I said, this is kind of a very fascist, fashy, fucking shitty corporate, fucking idiotic corporate corporations mobilizing themselves against their own best interests that serve nobody, including themselves, because they're so fucking short-sighted and stupid. Um, This fits right in there with our main feature on Unity, which we'll get to after our new and noteworthy. Payday 3, which runs great on Linux, and is super fun. Um, right now it's got like mixed reviews or whatever, because a lot of people are pissed off about this one fucking thing. Payday 3 runs great. I've had no problems with matchmaking. Matchmaking is quick and fun, and if you, like I, really enjoy the repetitive, chaos-based, ultra-violent um it's not necessarily thoughtful it's more just like fucking mindless gun violence against cops and civilians in a, uh, basically every mission in the game, which you can pick whatever the fuck you want to play as is like basically tries to ramp everything up into a simulation of the movie Heat, the California Plaza scene from Heat, um, which is a massive gun battle after the bank um, the Wells Fargo Bank, by the way. I That's where I stay every time I go to um, LA, which used to be quite frequently, but and it's also features prominently in my novel, by the way, available sometime before Christmas, hopefully Hunter Brown. Anyway, moving on. Um, payday 3 managed to this has been like one of the most highly anticipated game sequels for a lot of people, like, if you, there's like two kinds of people in the world. People who like Payday 2 and people who don't. And if you don't like, I can totally understand why you might not like Payday 2. Um, like, it's fine. Like, the game is mindless fucking violence and it's four player, cooperative, mindless fucking violence in a high setting with a lot of fucking cop killing, which I, these days I am now rapidly warming up to, just as, like, a fucking it's it's very, very therapeutic for me, um especially in the wake of George Floyd and everything, Black Lives Matter um and that whole fucking horrendous summer of riots that we all had to live through cop riots, they were not fucking Protester riots, they were cop riots. Those, those were fucking cops just destroying fucking. Anyway, so pl- politics aside, the gameplay is, you know, fairly repetitive. It looks, it always is, has looked gorgeous. It's always fun. It's always exciting. And there's always something new to unlock. And generally, the game is, is uh, let you play, if you wanted to, solo with three other because your crew is always four people with three bot controlled uh guys and they were you know they're basically there to get you up when you get downed um they're not they're nowhere near as good as playing with other people they removed the solo play they, they didn't remove it they make you queue for a solo game so it matchmake. it tries to matchmake you for a solo game <laughs> and it takes 30 seconds which is kind of irritating but whatever i've played with other people already it's it's much better with other people and you know but i, I do i do appreciate like some of the frustration because sometimes you want to grind on a mission where you don't have to be held accountable for your failure so like because like there's generally speaking especially early on, those are my favorite missions, uh, at least in Payday 2, and also kind of in Payday 3, where you have a variety of approaches, including stealth. All of these things have been improved, by the way, in Payday 3. Um, more or less. I mean, they've been it's been revamped and i would say significantly improved in almost every aspect of it like the the graphics look great the performance looks great the firefights look great the action is great the mission structures are more or less kind of the same you know it's you're going to kill a lot of cops and they're going to send out dozers and they're going to fucking you know blow you away it's going to fucking end in an orgy of gun violence or you're going to escape with all the loot or some of the loot. Or with whatever you can get away with. Or you're going to jail. Or you're dead. Anyway, the bottom line is uh, a lot of people are really fucking upset that they have to wait 30 seconds to match. The game is online only. And this is stupid because, you know, you want to be able to explore the nuances of some missions to see, like, and to learn how to play the game a little bit, maybe, or to, like, learn the lay of the land, so when you do end up in these situations with, you know, four other players, you are not so, you know, hogtied and helpless and handcuffed to just, like, fucking confusion and madness while everyone else does all the work. Anyway, anyway, it, it's a lot of thought. That goes into that complaint, but it is infuriated so many people. So, Payday 3, I, I'm enjoying it. It's $39.99. Um, it's the same repetitive, uh, mindless gun action with customization and cool shit and unlocks and shit with masks, and it's Heat the Video Game. <laughs> Um, it's also Deep Silver, which is partially owned by, I think, Stephen Mnuchin and the Coke. it's actually not, not Stephen Mnuchin. It's the Koch brothers who own Deep Silver, which is unfortunate that I had to give my money to, well, the Koch brother now. Thank God one of them has been eliminated. Yay! I'm glad you're dead. I'm glad you're dead. I'm glad you're dead. I'm glad you're dead. We should not speak ill of the dead for we will join them soon enough, but I'm glad you're dead, I'm glad you're dead, you fucking asshole, I'm glad you're dead, can't wait for your brother to die, can't wait for your brother to die uh world without cokes is a world just speaking of which, Clarence Thomas this week, fucking Christ coke brothers, mmm yeah, so there we go, we, uh, we once again, we tied into our what the fuck, x equals what the fuck, oh my fucking god is what it equals but what the fuck and oh my god so instead of like having glowing fucking reviews just you know explode out the internet's asshole they debuted this week payday 3 to oh my fucking god what the fuck is wrong with you assholes like (laughs) we've been through this you guys designed the other game and you're still trying to do this we're forcing us to queue up to match make with no one <laughs> for a game that's going to only run locally hilarious Um, the game's fun, I like it now, our other new and noteworthy is Mortal Kombat 1 X equals oh my fucking god Okay, so I have not bought Mortal Kombat 1 because I can't afford it right now. It's $69.99 for, like, the basic edition or whatever, which is a fucking lot of money. I mean, that's, like, nineteen eighty nine money. That's, like, 1992 money. Um... Well, that's not true, because, like, it was, like, 60... I remember buying Mega Bad for the Nintendo... I think it was like 50 bucks, which was like $120. That's how that money spent back then. But anyway, ancient history aside. My beef with more, everyone loves Mortal Kombat. One more MK1. I am... And I will buy it, and I will play the shit out of it. I I love Mortal Kombat. Finish him! Um, like, it's a fucking cultural touchstone, you know, blah. We don't need to debate Mortal Kombat, especially in light of the last few recent games that they put out, which were very good. Um... Like, for real, they successfully managed to redeem the entire franchise over the last two sequels, in my opinion, which I, I played pretty extensively, I think. I don't know, I get them confused, but here's my beef. Here's my X equals oh my fucking god. With MK, Mortal Kombat 1, we're starting over. Here's the lineage of the franchise. There was Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat Gold. In 2011, Mortal Kombat. Okay, are you beginning to see, like, a problem here? In 2015, Mortal Kombat 10 as an X in Roman numerals. Then in 2019, Mortal Kombat 11 in Arabic fucking numbers. You know, like one, one, like two ones that like get smushed together, making 11. Not a, not a Roman numeral. <laughs> and now in 2023, Mortal Kombat 1. Why the fuck can you just fucking call it Mortal Kombat 12? Cause we're starting over. Cause we have no ideas. Cause I, I don't know. I don't know. I have not played the game. I have not even seen the game. Everyone loves the game. But it's like, I, there's no fucking logical reason why would you call it Mortal Kombat 1? It's been fucking 30 years since the first fucking Mortal Kombat. So yeah, it's just, it's go to their Wikipedia page, it's a fucking nightmare of disambiguations. It's like, Mortal Kombat 11, and Mortal Kombat Onslaught, is that part of Mortal Kombat 11, and Mortal Kombat 1! Anyway, Mortal Kombat XL, is that fucking... What is that? What is XL? So yeah, game developers, you need to fucking either just add titles to your games, do not fucking call them Mortal Kombat 1. Because we've already had Three times that Mortal Kombat has been Mortal Kombat One and there've been fifteen fucking games. Oh my god, going back to nineteen ninety-two! Holy shit! I mean it's just a fucking nightmare. And it's it's it, it's very frustrating because it makes it very difficult to talk about the games in the proper you know it, it's like if you look at it, <laughs> Napoleon the Third, Leopold, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Every fucking other Napoleon is named Napoleon, and his name Leopold. Or, it's a fucking nightmare. It is a nightmare trying to read that history. is absurd. It is just like it is so difficult to keep track of who the fuck. Is. It goes on for like fifty fucking years. It's just ridiculous. See? And then it, you know, then you get Bonaparte. But anyway. So, that's my oh my fucking god, X equals oh my fucking god for Mortal Kombat. Again, another fashy kind of fucking trend, where it's like, oh, well, we don't care what we call it, we'll call it the first game. We'll just say that this is the first game, you know, because like we've gone through so many generations now that, yeah, who's gonna fucking, I care! It matters, it does matter! Um, okay! Now for our feature. I wore based with it, let us talk about Oh, you want to talk about corporate fascism? Oh boy, here we go! Oh. My. God. It's the millions. Zelimius! Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, The Zelimius! All right, so let's talk about Unity now. I've been a big proponent of Unity all the way back before you could even run Unity. The IDE—that's all Unity is. It's an integrated development environment for game design. It runs predominantly off of C sharp, um, and uh, you can run it off of Java. You know, it's 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 multi-scriptable, blah. uh, But it's it's basically an IDE where you where you that allows you to more easily glue together 3D objects, animations, blend trees, animation blend trees for your characters so you can fucking export them from Blender and then use the blend trees to actually get the transitions that you want from you know, like, uh, from one... Run cycle or walk cycle or animation to an attack animation, whatever. You don't have to do those, those tweens or calculate them as exactly as you would. And then have to do a fucking separate goddamn. F- it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing integrated development environment. And I loved watching everyone just bitch. This is like fucking 10 years ago when I started using, uh, fucking Unity. Everyone's like, oh, it's made with Unity! Yeah, everything's made with Unity now. Other people use, fuck, there's two fucking major IDs in the entire independent de- in the entire independent uh, development universe, and they, well okay, there's a couple There, you know, there's engines and frameworks and IDs, there's, you know, fucking uh, Unreal uh, Unreal Engine there's Unity, there's also and there's a bunch of upstarts that are starting to reach degrees of maturity uh that are pretty impressive and not just in the specialized genres in which they were originally intended like the Godot game engine and um uh, uh scratch is what I like to use for side scrolling platformers when I'm fucking around making a side scrolling platformer or whatever but anyway i i, I love unity and unity uh Unity, about two weeks ago, announced that they were changing their pricing plan in a... How do I describe this? In, like, a most fascistic way. And not just fascistic, but, like, fascistic in the sense that, like, it did not even take into account the damage that this decision would do to the fucking company so here by the way before we get into this I should say that yesterday Unity walked back a lot of this shit but the damage, the reason why we're talking about it here on the Best Links Games podcast is most of the independent games that you and I and all of us know and love uh, a lot of them are made in Unity and Unity has been a stalwart it has been a fantastic educational resource for anyone who wants to get into game development which is one of the ways that it has been able to grow its portfolio and its, its cachet over I guess, fuck, I first started fucking around with Unity, I want to say before I started doing the podcast, I wasn't on Linux only back then I know I had to have been. That was 2008, so it's I don't know. The bottom line of it is this. most of this has been walked back, but we're that's not what we're concerned with. what we're concerned with here is unity actually doing this unilaterally and then facing the unholy fucking holocaust of God damn I mean you Ben. Someone uh, uh, some journalists called it a tsunami of fucking infuriated clapback. I mean, it is unbelievable how unpopular this was. So what did they try to do? Unity about two weeks ago, decided that they were going to roll out a new program. Now, pr- prior to this announcement, Unity has always been free for uh, independent developers, etc. You can make your game on Unity. You can publish your game on Unity. There are tiers of payment. Once you start making money off of your games for Unity, like once you have like over 200,000 sales or whatever, or some, you know, cap, they're not cap. They're, 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 they're like landmarks. Uh, in terms of money that you've made, you have to upgrade your license, which is totally fair because it starts off as totally free. And it's not crippleware. I mean, there's some stuff that you, you you might want or need that you might have to pay for. That would be a pain in the ass to engineer yourself. But all the basic functionality of Unity, the as an integrated development environment for games, is there for free for personal use. You know, and then once you develop your game, then you can, and you start making some money off of it. Then the idea would be that you would upgrade to. Uh, the next tier. And it went like something like, I think it was like, uh, $200,000 a year. If you, you know, whatever, if you make that much off the, then you have to buy this other tier. And it was pretty reasonably priced even for those tiers. Um, especially if you're talking about like, you know, like per workstation, it's like, it's like fucking, you know, $5,000 a year or whatever, or something like that for like two workstations. I can't remember. I've never gone that far. Hmm. So what they decided to do unilaterally without fucking... This is amazing. This is what fascists and idiots do. They decided two weeks ago, more or less, that from now on, there will be a runtime per install fee for every game that uses the Unity engine. Meaning, that if you're a developer and you published a game using Unity like five years ago, and let's say it's been, you know, let's say it's on Steam, you published it on Steam, uh, <laughs> and it's got like, you know, 30,000 people who play it, who, who bought the game and installed it. <laughs> but it's worse than that. let's say they anyway let's start with that cause here's how bad this was this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of in my entire fucking life it's 20 cents per install that you now owe Unity going back going back to the beginning of Unity It's like 10 years you've published a game, in 10 years for Unity. For every single time, not just that the game has been downloaded, but for every time at the runtime for Unity, which is what runs your game in a packaged form through Steam, (laughs) every time that game's been uninstalled and then reinstalled, every time it's installed, you owe 20 cents. This includes demos. This includes free demos. This includes games that you sold on sale. This includes games that you sold through Humble Bundle. Where, like, you probably got, like, 50,000 sales in one goddamn fucking week because you were offering the game essentially... (laughs) So, now you owe 20 cents going back to the dawn of time for every time the game has been installed or reinstalled. And if you had separate branches that you offered, I'm like demo shit, those kind of the category, those are still 20 cents for every single fight. It's a runtime fee. So, let's say you okay, so let's say you didn't just like have like a mildly successful game. Let's say you had a mega fucking hit. Like uh Hollow Knight, for instance. All of the- <laughs> this is madness. So let's go straight to Games Radar. I'm just going to read you a little bit of this. Unity's imposing fees have Hollow Knight Silksong fans worried about their anticipated Metrovania sequel because. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the independent game development community, every single or small team now is running from Unity. Because they're all getting hit, or are about to get hit in 2024, which is fucking three months away. They will all get hit with the bills for everything that they've ever used. (laughs) So it's like, so like, Hollow Knight, I don't know how many fucking people have, uh... Personally, I'm not a humongous Hollow Knight fan. I did play fucking, like, 80 hours of it. Um, I got lost in it. I I don't think it's that great a game. Um... Frankly. I don't think it's that great a game. Especially in terms of side-scrolling platformers. Uh, it was a good, fun side-scrolling platformer, but it's, it's very irritating. There's a lot of shit about that game that I don't like. Let me put you that way. And that's why I never beat it. Cause it got so fucking infuriating and stupid that I abandoned it. For and I have to, you know, I have to keep shit moving here, you know, more or less. Uh, I I will beat Baldur's Gate three, but I have to make time for that, and I have to make time every day to play games just to keep up with the fucking fire hose of games. But anyway, how many? Hang on, let's find out. i wore your fire that should have been in the rundown. Okay, so according to um, just a random page on the internet here, it says that, or actually, Google's primary search info box says that Hollow Knight itself has been downloaded, has been, there are 2.8 million copies sold. Alexa, what's 2.8 million times 20 cents? 2.8 million times 20 United States pennies is 56 million United States pennies. Alexa? How, so that's what uh, Alexa never mind so wait okay so uh, that would be you just divide by by 100 right yeah so that would be um, 56 that would be 5.6 million dollars say you all <laughs> oh my god and that's, that's just the sales so this was a bad idea this is a catastrophically bad idea and it evinces everything that you hate about corporate fascism. Because not only is this a bad idea from a monetary standpoint, this is obviously the move of some fucking asshole who's like, oh, well, you know what? We should just charge them for runtime, and we should backcharge them for it. Because, you know, they're they're free-riding right now, even though we, we do get like, you know a hundred grand a year from you know, each major developer or whatever, who uses Unity you know, we want to make more money than that, and we could make fucking, oh my god, we could make this quarter's profits could go up by fucking 14 billion dollars if we do this so let's do it and they did it, they announced it (laughs) un-fucking-real un-fucking-real now before we get into how fucking grotesque this is let's talk because there's another layer to this story that I think has been underreported. um we're gonna we're, once again I have to reiterate that they, they've walked back almost all of this but they refuse to really take responsibility and they have permanently damaged Unity forever now what do I mean by permanently damaged Unity forever well frequently the development cycle for an independent game for an independent uh, development company you know we're talking about a small team development company like maybe one to five people is a fucking nightmare because you have to work fast to actually make the game that you want to make so that it runs on the hardware that's available now with the engine as it is now, because engines themselves go through it or the, you know, the whole fucking structure and framework of everything that you could be working on will be outdated in three years, and you will need to refactor significant chunks of the code base, etc., and handle the licensing requirements to do so. So one of our favorite games here on, on, uh, Best Links Games podcast is, was, and forever shall be, uh, Instruments of Destruction, which after a successful, um, appearance at PAX 2023, Penny Arcade Expo 2023, um, they are looking down, Radiant Games is, is the developer. It's one guy. Um, I can't remember his name, but I've, I've talked to him. I, uh, shit, I can't remember his name. But anyway, Radiant Games is now looking towards the finish line on Instruments of Destruction, and Instruments of Destruction is one of the best games that we've ever covered. Still in Early Access, but they are looking at the 1.0 fucking full feature-complete release in the next fucking fiscal quarter, which would put them... You know, the whole idea was they were rolling this out January 1st, 2024! (laughs) (laughs) You could hear the accounting department writing (laughs) out invoices. (laughs) Oh, you owe us $16 million. but anyway (laughs) this would have destroyed independent gaming as we know I mean it would have been horrific and the damage that it is that it is done just even though yesterday they reversed a lot of it is so crucial to the trust factor because this is something that you have to consider when you're picking your your game engine and your your, your you know if you're going to use an ID, the ID that you use and, and and Unity is one of those um, that combines both of those things into one thing, which is pretty common. So. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, I, I'm chase sorry. This is, this is from Radiant Games, the guys who made the guy who makes he's one dude. And he's made other good games as one dude. And he's just he, he's always like um, updating like in terms of like uh, he's a very good communicator. Because he's such a good developer that he has the extra intellectual overhead to be able to communicate directly with his fans and with, you know, the outside world in a very effective way. And he's done such massive work on Instruments of Destruction that it's incredible. I I booted it up for the first time in like maybe eight months today. Oh my God, the progress is insane. And he's looking at version 1.0 in the next... Fucking fiscal quarter. He's like looking at it in like the next four months t- kind of time frame, and so on. Five five days ago, he posted um, major update. He pushed a major update to the the uh, instruments of destruction, which is by the way a game in which you get to make giant robots that are capable of precision massive destruction of, like, demolition and you have lasers, all this shit. It's great. And there's, like, even some military aspects that have been added into it that are even just the game just gets better and 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 better. It's gonna revamp the camera next time. So, he starts off with, like, you know, like, fucking I don't know, maybe a thousand words about, um, what he's working on. And then he closes it. With, the subject of the the, the um, news post is driving towards release, and a few words on unity. And so halfway through the post, it says on the Unity debacle, and here's what he has to write. I've used Unity as an engine since 2011 for my games. I've used C Sharp as a programming language since 2004. So this has been a really tough week, seeing Unity completely destroy their relationship with developers. There are so many ways to propose runtime fee, and what they've done is wrong. But I don't Feel like going over all of them here. Up until the past few years, my games barely needed Unity to actually run. And this is true of most games. Cause you can, you know, depending on what your game is, you can actually just fucking write your own engine. You know, it's basically just all physics is what I use Unity for. But anyway. You know, finish and, and it and the blend trees. The blend trees are amazing. But anyway, I've used Unity to get blah, 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 blah. up until the fastest may games barely need Unity to actually run. They used Unity as a shell for running a ton of C sharp scripts, playing sounds, drawing things, and processing input. That's exactly right. I, I'm that's me interjecting there. Most of them have just a few game objects in Unity and uh, I could port one of them to a framework like F- uh, uh, FNA or mo- uh, Mono Game in a day or two. Both of those are XNA spinoffs, which was the first C-sharp framework I used to make games back in 2010. That easily, that easy portability is not true of my latest three games. Instruments of Destruction, Rhythm Storm, and Speed Demons. All three are more tightly integrated with Unity systems, especially instruments and Speed Demons. There would be significantly more work there would be, they, they would require significantly more work to port to another framework or engine than any of my other previous games. Let me rewind a couple of weeks. At PAX West, over 20 different people asked me what engine I used for Instruments of Destruction, and I gladly told them it was Unity. All but two of them said something like, Oh, really? Or I thought it was Unreal. For the record, I don't think Instruments looks like an Unreal game, and it doesn't. Um. I even had a guy from Unreal visit the booth three times, because his son loved the game, and gave me his card all three times. He wanted me to switch to Unreal for my future games, and I politely told him, Unreal looks great, but I'm happy with Unity. That feels like a long fucking time ago. He doesn't say fucking. Long time ago, even though it's only been 14 days. I've been planning to release PC and console versions of all three games, Instruments of Destruction, uh, whatever the RS one was, and uh, Speed Demons, and maybe one more tiny other game in 2024. That will not change. And I'm excited to finish them all. 2024 will be Radiant Games' fond Farewell to Unity and C sharp and I'll be going out with the biggest bang that I can after wrapping those games think about how fucking unbelievable this is <laughs> this is like this is the apocalypse this is like <laughs> it's like Wile e. Coyote building a fucking neutron bomb. And then Bugs Bunny convinces him to press it. No, Not even that. He presses it himself and he blows himself up. Because he wants to die. I don't even know how to describe how stupid this is. (laughs) Like what Unity has done to themselves. After wrapping those games up, I've been planning to finally switch to Unity's HDRP renderer and upgrade to the latest version of Unity. I still use Unity 2019 and the old built-in renderer. I was excited to learn to use all the latest Unity tech and tools that I've been purposely avoiding for the last couple of years. And I have to interject myself here, because this is how you have to fucking work. You have to work with what you have... And you have to anticipate the market. Like, where is the, where are these eyes and where, where are the engines going to go? You have to stay on top of it alongside of your development process, which is a lot of intellectual overhead when you're just trying to make your fucking game. But if you're really serious and I trust me, I've been there. I've never successfully completed this challenge, but I have been there. Um, you know, you have to fucking, you have, all these deltas, you have these very dangerous deltas, like what happens if stability what I'm trying to say is stability is essential for <laughs> for an engine and for an IDE, especially when it comes to pricing <laughs> and the technology so he was avoiding using the latest features until, but you know, but now was planning to adopt them uh, I was excited to learn to use all the latest Unity tech and tools that I've been purposely avoiding for the last couple of years. Now those, chances have, now those plans have changed a bit. I'll still be learning about some great new tech and tools, but in another ga- game engine instead. I'm fortunate that the timing works out this way. In the end, the game engine is just a piece of software that game developers use to help bring their games to life. Fucking, I love this guy. Many types of artists and creators use software. People generally don't care what software was used to make the things they like. Music, art, movies, etc. No one cares what fucking rendering engine the latest... He doesn't say this. I'm saying this. No one cares what fucking rendering engine latest fucking Marvel movie, you know, used or whatever for like... <laughs> they just... Ah! The special effects are amazing! You know, the face... Oh, God! You know, and they don't even care about the the techniques that go into those aspects. Anyway, so back to what 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 Radiant Games said. Radiant Games has said people generally don't care about music artists and artists often use software of companies they don't like. Hi Adobe, that's what he says in parentheses with an exclamation point. As much as I now don't like Unity as a company, I still like the software, and I'm not letting my game suffer because the company screwed up. So, yeah, it's been a week. My plans have changed slightly for the future, but 2024 is still going to be a big year for Radiant Games titles, and finishing Instruments of Destruction is the first step in making that happen. Fucking good on you, man. But I bring this up, not just because he's one of my favorite developers and because I love that fucking game and I can't wait for it to get made. This is super damaging. (laughs) Like it's like it's like if you dated a girl for like five years and you're you're dating this chick and you guys go to you know all over the world. You go to Hawaii and and you love her and she loves you and, and everything's great and then you you're you're just starting to think about like, you know what, maybe we should fucking get married. And the day you go to like pop the question, she's like I want half of everything you have. <laughs> and you're like, baby, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> it's even worse than that. I, wa- I, wa- <laughs> I want a- half of every relationship, of all the money you've ever given to anybody in any other I, don't, I cannot come up with a functional fucking comparison to how fucking stupid this decision was. <laughs> <laughs> and it is fucking infuriated. Now, okay, so... Everyone who's a dipshit has no idea what they're fucking talking about, which is, like, what the internet is... <laughs> the internet is filled with. Um, we'll have to... We'll have to close with, with, with this. But anyway, um, everyone who has no idea what the fuck they're talking about, which is the vast majority of everyone on Steam, <laughs> is also pissed! So they've pissed off everyone! <laughs> so on friday well okay but now let me piss you off some more because this would not be ultimate supreme whoa fucking fashy bullshit if there were we have to close with these two articles i love you should go buy instruments of destruction if you like fucking destroying buildings oh my god this is the best game ever it's like oh it's so good it's so good i i How many hours do I have logged in Instruments of Destruction? I have you're fired. I have 85 hours in early access logged in Instruments of Destruction. I have built shit that's inspired people in Instruments of Destruction. For instance, right now in the Steam workshop, someone ripped off one of my earlier designs and was ripped off by someone else who ripped off that design and then that design and then this guy has made the actual fucking design that I made fucking two years ago or whatever. Hey, it doesn't matter. It's it's okay. Like it's fine. Like that's why I published the Steam Workshop and shit. You know, share my ideas. Um, so it's like cool to see, like, ah, yeah, I was the first guy to make that. <laughs> and it's on the Steam Workshop trending right now. It's funny. <laughs> um, that's a different that's a different thing. But so here's where it gets to the mega fashy bullshit. We have two more articles to go through. From NASDAQ.com, RTT News. Unity Software slips after CEO sells 2,000 shares. This happened to be the day before the announcement. He sells 2,000 shares. Unity, here's the story. Unity Software Incorporated share. You shares are declining more than 6% on Wednesday morning trade after the real-time 3D content creator's president and CEO, John Ricciatello sold 2,000 shares Ricciatello has sold more than 50,000 shares in the past year currently shares are at $36.49 down 6.36, 6.36% from the previous close of $38.97 on a volume of 10 10,731,419 shares. That's September 13th. So this guy decides we're going to make a whole lot more money. Now, finally, the aftermath. The trust in Unity is unbelievably fucking damaged. And that is their entire market. Uh- <laughs> And this is bad for Linux gaming because Unity is the bulwark that keeps us from being enslaved to the Unreal, uh, the Unreal Engine and the Epic Store and Tim Sweeney. So when, and here's where we'll close, well, we've got to get out of here in under an hour. I'm sorry, it's gone on too long, but I just it's just mind blowing what they've done! They've blown up the company! <laughs> it's like they were doing like tons of mess and like they had this idea let's let's just fucking blow up the company <laughs> so the tone down de- this this came out yesterday which is why we are late because i knew that something was coming on friday <clears throat> Unity Exec, this is an Ars Technica, you can find the links to all of these pieces in uh, the show notes. Um, <laughs> Unity Exec tells Ars Technica he's on a mission to earn back developer trust. <laughs> Interview, quote, it was not our intent to nickel and dime, but it came across that way, which is already... You need to come back groveling and swearing your allegiance to me, to everyone, to even begin to paper over this. But instead, they're worried about their stock valuation. And so here's some quotes. Here's some great poll quotes. It's been a very feedback giving week for Unity. This is Mark Whitten, by the way. Uh, Unity create president and general manager. He's not the CEO. It's been a very feedback giving week for Unity. Wouldn't told ours possibly the biggest understatement he made during an interview with company. <laughs> the new scale back fee structure plans. So, uh, yeah, uh, I I have to tell you that they have scaled, they basically scrapped this whole fucking idea. There will be a new fee schedule for 2024, but it's like for that upper tier. It's like, you know, if you make more than $200,000, then you can do one of two things, you can do like a, a 2% revenue share with Unity, which is all, total. it seems totally fair to me. But! Not if you just tried to fuck me for fucking 18 million dollars that I don't have! So, but Wooden was also quick to find the bright side of the Tsunami Backlash! <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? Oh my god! the extraordinary passion that our community has for their craft their livelihoods and their tools including unity Wooden said when unity disappoints them in a way they're overly surprised or whatever they give very very critical feedback I don't love hearing every single one of those pieces of feedback sometimes they can be pretty pointed but I love that that passion exists FUCK you! How about that? How's that for feedback? Die in a fire! Speaking of dying in a fire, they've gotten numerous death threats. They had to shut down an ask me anything symposium in person because of fucking bomb threats. <laughs> when the world hates you, it's not because the world is stupid. It's because you're an asshole. So, that concludes Unity X equals, oh my fucking God, that is one of the most amazingly toxic, and the whole fucking article you should read the whole fucking article these people have no fucking clue which side their bread is buttered on, and they are rapacious cocksuckers who have no concept of what their own industry is about, who their customers are, what they should be charging, or the technical underpinnings of any aspect of the fucking market. These guys are corporate fascist idiot asshole motherfuckers, and they will be punished, and it is going to be us who will pay. It will be the Linux users who will pay the most. The one who loves the most pays the most. The one who cares the least rules the relationship. So fuck you Ricciatello and fuck you Mark Witten. I mean Christ, if they came back, if Mark Witten came back as like, we are so unbelievably sorry we got, and just told the truth, we got a little drunk on the potential earnings that we could get from this. We didn't We, we didn't think it through and we didn't consult with any, uh, uh, you know, any of our users. Any, and the users are not people like you and me. These are fucking game developers, smaller game developers, medium game developers. In this age, you can make a million dollars in a week with a tiny game if it's good. You know, it just has to hit hard enough at just the right time. Or not even just the right time, it just has to be good. You can fucking nail a million dollars in a week. We've seen we've documented it happening dozens of times uh on this on this very same podcast over the last 10 years. He he does not come out and say, you know, we fucked up. And we're really sorry. And we're gonna and here's what we're gonna do going forward. We're gonna fucking structure like a you know a whole thing where we we get you know we're not gonna try to rule by fiat because this is just unbelievable what they tried to do unfucking believable what they tried to do uh and and I I fear that they will be and I it's weird because it's I know that it's gonna hurt us the most but they need to be punished for this, they need to fucking feel the pain and Mark Ricciatello needs to be fucking investigated for insider trading the CEO dumps fucking 5,000 how many was it D- uh, dumps fucking uh oh shit, I closed that window, damn it I wore your fire But anyway, he dumps a bunch of stock the day before they make this announcement. Yeah, that's insider trading, motherfucker. You can't do that. And he sold 50,000 goddamn shares this year. Jesus Christ. So, once again, corporate fascism in the eternal quest for more short-term profits to the at the expense of everyone else is going to fuck everyone out of a better future, even in this industry, which is so disgusting that the fucking tech bro thing has become like metastasized like a cancer to this fucking industry, this industry that is fundamentally about solving problems, about logical thought, about cooperation, about understanding people's motivations and and, and the market's needs and what you can provide and everything basic, It's, it's an innovation machine and these fucking morons are slitting their throats and our throats, you know, it's like the pilot of the plane. goes, yeah, this is your captain speaking. Uh, Me and uh, my co-pilot Gary here are about to slit each other's throats and uh, we're going to Valhalla where we will have all the million dollar gold love beams that we so wanted from you fuckholes that we packed in here, and alright Mark, let's do it, and he slit each other's throats and beep, 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 beep the plane's going down we're all going down with the plane we don't get to fucking get off you know, they're dead, they're idiots they killed themselves doesn't save us and dooms us dooms us to a world with significantly less Um, alternatives. And I, you know, I mean, like, there needs to be massive groveling. There needs to be fucking groveling for anyone to even begin to trust these people again. It's just unfucking believable. You know, fucking unbelievable. And uh, just look up, uh, just look up Unity and and do a news search over the last two weeks. It's like, oh, yeah, I guess. Like, everyone's trying to put, like, a nice spit-polished shine on it in the tech industry because they don't want to lose their connections to these interview opportunities. Um... You know, it's just like fucking Elon Musk. These people are assholes. These people are fucking idiots. They are not good at their jobs. They don't understand the actual companies that they are piloting, and they will fucking get us all killed. There you go! That's our show for this week. Uh, I'll have something for you next week. I don't know what it will be. It might be a replay. I'll see if I can find a good goal and only that hasn't been recycled or it might just be um, uh, a digest of other stuff. We'll see because I got I to gotta get this trip on the road before winter comes. Goodbye! <laughs> Fucking unity. Four or five times it's A good idea. Four or five times Hi there. There is delight in doing things right Four or five times It is I, Maybe farm try. Maybe I'll cry I'll get you a drink And if I die, I'm gonna cry Four or five times Do you like to play? We like to play I like you. We like to see It only runs on Linux. We like to go. yada yaddy, the Four or five times. We're going to have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Four or five times. Matt Damon. Business bad? Fuck you, pay me. Oh, you had a fire? Fuck you, pay me. This place got hit by lightning, huh? Fuck you! Pay me. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. What is this fucking ponderous, man? Ponderous, fucking ponderous.